Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sip on the go with a Starbucks Ice Shaken Espresso. Our signature roast, shaken with ice, then finished with a splash of milk. Customize it to match your style on the Starbucks app. Make today a good day. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This week on the JBTV Podcast, a new band that's really been around and they were discovered in all kinds of different places, but the best place is in your head listening to their music because they are so good. They're so inspirational. Right now, they're saving lives at this very moment, taking people from the lowest lows to the highest highs, and uh, it, it's an important thing you're doing. It's a pleasure having you guys here at JBTV. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you. It's an honor. JBTV. Welcome to the JBTV podcast. Each and every show is dedicated to great music lovers. And on this edition of our JBTV podcast, we are featuring a brand new band. Are you ready? The podcast starts right here, right now. New music now. So welcome to JBTV. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure having such big stars because, uh, you know, you guys were discovered, what, on that X Factor show or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. X Factor 2012. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, and I remember watching uh, the clip of that. You sure you want to do an original song? I'm absolutely sure. You I sure? They were really trying to freak us out, I think, and they were like, I think they get a lot of people that try to do their own songs and their own songs are not great. <laughs> Cause I, I, honestly, when you first start out, like the songs you write are usually not great. I mean, I've, I personally have written some terrible songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, the early yeah. The early stuff, like from back in the day, you don't want to hear that. Some so, of it's good. Some of it is yeah. terrible. And oh wait, they're all going to be hits now. Watch out. No, <laughs> I hope so. That'd be awesome. But yeah, I get what they're going for, but yeah, I think they really hype it up for the TV too. Yeah. And they want to cause drama and stuff, yeah, you know. Exactly. But you weren't going to have any part of it. No. Was that your first big TV thing? So no, actually, we were. We had auditioned for America's Got Talent and uh, failed miserably. And uh, Howard Stern told us to quit music, and uh, it was a big, uh, big, big setback. Setback big. for us. That was like a year prior, right? To that. Yeah, show, that's. Yeah. We didn't want to do X Factor after that because. Yeah, we were like, no, that was like the worst thing ever. Yeah, so it was a weird, weird thing shows. where we tried out for America's Got Talent, failed miserably. Uh, that didn't air at all, thank God, because it was horrible. <laughs> but uh, it was because you did a cover song, right? It actually <laughs> was. Yeah, yeah we it did. was. We did a cover of Maroon 5's "This Love," yeah. which is funny because we then then did a YouTube cover of it, which got X Factor's attention, and they reached out to us, and we were like, "Will you guys come on the X Factor?" You can just go straight on stage and go in front of Simon Cowell and stuff. Um, but we actually had five band members at the time, and they asked for just the three of us. Um, and well, that's good because now the name works perfectly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we were still like, we had just gotten the name too, so it worked out really well. Good, good. Because, uh, you know, but to do that, now you started out playing underneath a, a pier or something, doing like... You know, yeah, yeah, we we, were, we need uh, you know, give us a couple of bucks and we'll play a song. <laughs> yeah, some panhandling. Drew was doing quite a bit of that when we were in Huntington Beach. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Just go hang out by the beach, talk to girls, play songs. Yeah. You know, dude, it was a great a great adventure starter. We would end up yeah, like drinking with them and partying the rest of the night and meeting girls and 
It was, it was fun. Yeah. All the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. No COVID. You didn't have to wear a mask. You oh, just yeah, no. Free love, whatever's going on. You know? <laughs> free love, baby. Yeah, that's like... Summer yeah. of love. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, those are the times you sort of remember that make you guys, you know, because you got to win over people that could care less as they're walking by. Oh, of course, yeah. You know? Yeah, It's yeah. and that's like, that's hard to do. I mean, it's it's pretty rough. Like, people don't give you the time of day and like... It's uh yeah. It's it actually easy. makes playing like shows in front of fans easy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. Once you get a crowd of people who already know your songs and are there for you, it's such like an. And you've an been awesome playing experience. some big crowds after the uh, after you got discovered with that X show. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. been great. So how was that first experience in front of a gigantic crowd? Let's see. Like the first. Pretty overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> Drew was like singing like an octave higher than he's I was just yelling like into it. the mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was crazy. It was so fun. Yeah, this the rush from that is just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, that's the experience. And you've toured with some really big bands now too. Mm-hmm. And you find out you think they're these big stars are gonna have egos or whatever. They were pretty good, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, Ed Sheeran. All the people we've we've ever. toured with or met in passing, like they're all amazing. I think that's like key to, you know, making it in this business is like there's just no time for bullshit or or being an asshole, you know? Like it just yeah. like you can't we're going to get around so fast. Yeah, it gets around so quick yeah. and no one's going to deal with it. It's like... Yeah. Well, you know, the old days, the bands could like destroy their rooms right. and, yeah, and, no, and yeah, stuff. It's not like well, that And anymore. they thought that like was that. cool. Like people would be like, dude, yeah, they trashed the room. They almost liked it. Now, if you do that, they're like, you're never playing at this venue ever again. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. won't get And I'm bad, telling so. all the promoters I know that you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. 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 Like, we actually had a food fight and in one listen. of ours once oh, and man. we got reamed out. Oh, wow. And you had to pay for it too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Big cleaning. that food fight uh, with $20 worth of food honestly, cost you $5,000 yeah, in yeah. cleanup. Honestly, yeah. though, it was pretty fun. It was fun. pretty <laughs> worth it, man. <laughs> that was pretty we had a nerf awesome. war. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, but now, have you been documenting all your stuff as you go? Has, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually uploading like 400 videos just from this tour, and it's taken two days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it amazing how when you shoot high quality 4k footage how it takes up so oh, much yeah. space uh, yeah oh, you obviously know with yourself oh my god yes just for i'm gonna have to get more too i mean I know. I'm already yeah i have over a petabyte of storage here and i don't and then i've got a thousand maybe, terabytes I, uh, uh, hundred terabytes i don't i don't have a clue i mean i think it's i think it's a thousand terabytes it's quite I a bit all i know yeah. is i'm transferring some files now and it says like three days yeah yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And you go, well, I need them like now. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, and we have like hotspot Wi Fi in the van. So it was like, it really took two days. Like when it's, it started out, it was like six days or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then it's still going. It's been two days. Wow. See, that's the stuff that, you know. And you've been doing some high quality videos too. You haven't been just throwing stuff together with random footage and right. everything. Yeah. yeah. We have a tour photographer slash, uh, video person on, on the tour so it's been really cool well that's good yeah, yeah. so every little moment see you're yeah. getting uh, documented yeah it's, it's important because I, mm-hmm. I mean everything goes mm-hmm. so fast when you're on tour too like yeah. uh it's really easy to miss things and it's just like yeah. you're doing everything and then you're on stage and then you're off stage and then you're in the next city and then you're doing it again yeah. and it's just it's so fast it's a perfect way to look back i mean the stuff that we filmed you know, over the last like five, six years, we still look back at those videos and it's just like, wow, you get to relive it. Even just for like sentimental purposes, uh-huh. you know, you're like, damn, I mean, that be, was awesome. Yeah, 50 years old, hopefully still be able to see those on YouTube and whatever, you know. And of course, for the fans that can't, you know, come out, whether they can't because of COVID or whatever it is going on, like they'll get to, you know, experience a little bit on online. And we're actually doing a live stream concert after this for any of the fans that couldn't come out. Um, mm-hmm. it'll be with a company called no cap. Uh, we actually did it at the Roxy. It's, it's going to be really cool. So yeah. we're excited. That's a it. historical venue for us. Cause that was actually the first show that we played after X factor was at yeah. the Roxy in LA. Yeah. And Legendary. it was epic. It yeah, was, yeah. It was, we sold it out in less than 30 seconds. Like it went live and then it was done and no tickets were allowed. And people were like refreshing, like what, what? It was <laughs> yeah. so cool. 
Well, that's good. That shows that your music is catching on and it's changing people's lives. Has have people come up to you now and said your song? Oh yeah, was oh, effect- yeah. did something? Yeah, yeah. we it's have bands yeah. with lyrics tattooed on them, like you know, dozens of so situations many. Actually, like we just that. Did another- and- this tour we just had yeah. somebody write out a tattoo for herself and she got it she yeah I've had, right on her. I've had so many people come up on this tour especially and just been like your music has really helped me through some dark times and and you know this past year has been really really rough and just it's been really great to have your music so oh my gosh that's yeah. like the biggest honor this one ever. this one girl who came to our meet and greet on this tour told me a whole story about how it's just completely made her like grow and come out of her shell and change as a person completely actually she was like shy and struggling with anxiety and now she's graduated college and got her dream job Ooh. and everything literally because of our songs and our just like mentality of life yeah that's so cool i love that yeah now before the pandemic you had your tour planned oh yeah you had all this excitement so you're getting all excited for it you're doing your rehearsals and all this yeah, yeah. and then Everything gets canceled. Yeah. That must have been like... Luckily, it was like yeah. two weeks, three weeks before we announced it. That yeah. if we, it would have been a really big bummer if we had announced it. But uh, I think on the bright side of that, we didn't have a lot of music written and recorded yet. Yeah, we yeah. just had a couple songs. And then, so once the tour was canceled, we were like, let's just go in the studio, hang out, write, see what happens. And so now we have like a full length album's worth of music that we're putting together and, and getting going. So um, it wasn't totally bad. And now it's been great to come back out and do this, this little tour we're on now to, to get back into the groove and then, you know, keep it going from here. Yeah, I know time. In, after 37 years, I can't uh, remember some of the bands <laughs> I've done. Yeah. You know? oh, <laughs> I can't remember anything. wall of people is just so impressive. Well, we've had uh, wow. some of the biggest and best. And I, I like getting the bands at the beginning, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it means so much then to right. them. You of know, because course. you can have all the great music. And until you were discovered, right, you were just doing great music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... To be able to get it out there. And there's so many frustrated musicians oh my that are throughout the entire world that are just like sitting there going, I have this music, but I have to do my nine to five job. Right. Uh, of course. You yeah. know? I feel for them. We we were there earlier early on. What odd jobs did you guys have before all the started? Drew were telemarketers for a little bit. He was working at Subway. Dishwashers. <laughs> uh, I, I was young enough, I was still in school, so I never had I never had to get a job. My greatest regular job was guitar teching for a local bar oh yeah oh, wow right. so i would set up all the gear for people the bands that would come in and play throughout is the- that the bar you ended up singing at yeah i ended up then being the lead singer of a cover band called the thugs at this they were bar sick. yeah it was and pretty crazy it was like a 90s rock 90s cover tribute band. Yeah. Yeah. it's like rage against the machine Freaking. See, that shows your musical influences because uh, you guys are taking the best of all the different genres and mixing them all together. Yes. And it uh, is so exciting because right now, in this time, mm-hmm. uh, that's the way music is perfect. You right. know? Yeah. Because yeah. people never really had, it used to be you had to be this format. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the genre thing has just kind of gone out the window. It's, it's yeah. kind of just whatever feels good i think it's really cool when you get multiple people together in a band setting because each individual person has their own style of music that they gravitate towards or whatever so yeah when you get everyone together and on the same page it can create something completely new that um you might not have heard before in that you know specific way so so that's amazing now you one of your first singles was chloe oh yeah Was that a real girl that uh, you knew or? <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was pretty much about the Kardashians. Have you ever heard of Khloe Kardashian? <laughs> yeah. No, is that some? Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we tried to Are say we tried to say it wasn't about that because we thought it was too cheesy at the time, but it pretty much was. Uh-huh. We didn't want it to be so tied to that, too, because I feel like, you know, we we didn't want it to be like locked into like just being about Khloe Kardashian. Probably you know? should have just owned it. Yeah. Like- yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, it just, it literally is. Yeah. Well, it's good to have mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, that's probably better because otherwise, you know, now they'll still be talking about it. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, what was it, E! News or someone? Like, some one of, one of the press Didn't outlets. Kim Kardashian 
Instagram posted or something? Yeah, yeah. No, they oh, yeah. just recently, during COVID, posted a clip with Chloe and doing some drama for their new series season. And it had Chloe, our song, playing in the background. Yeah. And they got like, I don't even know how many hundred, like million, actually it was millions of streams. It was so wow. funny. I love that. It's so exciting to see the numbers go up like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the opposite end of the numbers. I don't, we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you know about JBTV. Have you heard about our show before? Or? I actually haven't. Yeah. No, no, this I is ha- our yeah. first time hearing yeah. about it. But. Yeah, we were, uh, I mean, for 37 years, I've been doing it and yeah, helping yes. all the bands, like, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. And, yeah, oh, hell yeah. You yeah. know, we awesome. had the Ramones on, Joey Ramone. What the heck, uh, yeah. Bro. Wow. Oh, he sounded so much. Talk about Howard Stern, who yeah. uh, dissed you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, what does he know? He only yeah. makes $100 million a year. Right. But, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, screw that guy. <laughs> yeah, because at the time, uh, Joey Ramone and Howard Stern sounded so much alike. Right, yeah. You know, I told uh, Joey, so you know, Howard stole your whole stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when you're in New York a lot, have you been on Howard Stern show? Yeah, but not recently. You know? uh, yeah, but Because, well, yeah. you know, I got to say, I think he stole some of your techniques. He, he ripped me off. He, he ripped, really did. He did. He ripped me off, and I'm, I'm going to sue him for big bucks. Because, uh, you know, he always says how everybody else rips him off. Right. And, you know, after listening to you over the years now, and I go, you know, the whole thing came from you, so. I know. I, I mean, I think I have a case here, and uh, uh, I'm suing him for every dime he's got. Mm-hmm. He's been ripping me off for too many years now, and I'm sick of it. I've had enough. I agree. I wash my hands of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he even took your idea of running for the governor or something, didn't I he? I know. What is this? What's this world coming to? Yeah. Wow. He sounded so much. You talk about Howard Stern, who yeah. uh, dissed you guys. Yeah, yeah, he really did. I think more than, like, upset at us, he was he was disappointed. Yeah. Because he, he saw the potential. And it really wasn't even our fault. It was the sound technicians didn't know how to capture, like... They weren't prepared for we had a the whole band setup. setup. Yeah. We had we didn't even have a real drummer. We had a, a guy who did percussion, and he had like tambourine on his foot. Uh-huh. Uh, they had none of the right equipment, so it just this drummer couldn't hear like us at all. And then he lost timing, and then Howard was just like, "That sucked." I totally went out on a limb and flew you guys to St. Louis because I believed in you, and I was losing sleep over you guys, and you just blew it. And we're like, dude, we actually are good. Yeah. We just literally cannot hear yeah. one another at all. Yeah. yeah, America's Got Talent is definitely not set up for musicians. No, at no. All. The, t- the technical side is Honestly, really I'm glad that that situation worked out. America's Got Talent's kind of wonky anyway with it's like, for like freaking juggling and like <laughs> yeah, it's, a talent, it's a talent show it's not yeah, just yeah. for musicians so yeah. like the old Ed Sullivan show which yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you remember is, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what like Beatles blew up on right yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a lot I mean yeah well, uh, well, that was the everyone. thing on Sunday Elvis. nights. You yeah, know, yeah. back then, I grew up in the fifties. I'm an old man, you know. But uh, literally, people would watch TV just to see that, and everybody would like Saturday nights because uh, Saturday Night Live and all these different programs that weren't repeated, like Seinfeld and all this stuff. It wasn't like it is now, where it's like on all the time. Of course, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they played it. Yeah, appointment television. Yeah, yeah. So, how was it when you first heard your stuff on the radio? Oh, it was crazy. I think we were in a we were in a Sprinter van. Yeah, we were in a van, and it was like Blade the WXYZ two three five, and we got Emblem three new single, Chloe. Yeah, we're like woo. Yeah, it was crazy. Did you like stop in the middle of the street and turn it up loud? Yeah, pretty much. We were just jumping around in the van. That van was like rocking. Someone else was driving. Crazy teenagers. See that that shows, and that's right then you go. We've made it, right? Yeah, yeah. You've been on all these big TV things, and the radio really helps. It's crazy how much uh, radio's still going and it's still alive. Um, Everyone wants to say that like, oh, it's dead and streaming's taken over, but like. People still find still their music from the radio. I, whenever yeah. I get in my car, sometimes I'll plug in my phone and go to Spotify or whatever. But a lot of times I'll just leave it on, and, you know, rock yeah. radio or whatever's going. Yeah. And I just listen to that because I like yeah. to hear what's what's new. Yeah. If you can get on top 40, 
you're pretty much huge. That's super yeah. validating. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with radio is they consolidated all these radio stations. Yeah. So you've got like Orion Seacrest that's on a hundred stations. So yeah. you go from city to city. The but in the early way. days of radio or the, you know, even the more adventurous stations, yeah. you could hear the feel for the city. Right. You'd hear local bands. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. And that was so important to everybody. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Well, it developed like, talent. Yeah, yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, they just they consolidated it. There's like people that own, you know, like you said, hundreds of channels that, yeah, yeah, and they all broadcast similar, same stuff. Yeah, I like a, I think K Rock in LA does it where they do like a, a local hour every week. And that's, cool. uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like to listen to that, that kind of stuff. Oh, you were on the Ryan Seacrest show, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We you did a performance in, in the small studio. Yeah. We did, yeah. 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 That was fun. On air with Ryan. Is that a Detroit Rock City, the movie where they like hijack the radio station until they like play their re- the band's record and they end up, <laughs> oh, yeah. they end up yeah, blowing yeah. up from that and like the girl they get a whole dude that's count. so dope maybe we need to do that we need to do a stunt like that bro yeah. well that could be your next video <laughs> wait that's actually yo that's actually a great freaking idea that's a really cool music video actually. you know we're sick of this uh, we've been on Spotify <laughs> wait, we're on Sirius XM and all these different platforms but yeah. we want a radio station yeah, yeah. wait yeah. that's Just take it so over. cool let's Except do they that. do it with actual guns well, we're not going to do that. That's, that's, that's way too that's intense. That's a little extreme. Emblem 3 was murdered today. <laughs> <laughs> the police took over. It was crazy. crazy. SWAT team. Ended in a shootout. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's oh, my God. We'd make a cool music video, though. That would be a great music video. Yeah. And then the crowd, like, forms Or what is it? What's the other one? Like, uh, Tower Records, that movie, where they, like, just throw down. It's like a bunch of people that work at a, tower, uh, a record store, and they just have a crazy adventure that would be a great theme for a music video too just like what's like what's the the, plot i don't know it could just be us in an old old vintage record store just partying well because having a concert the people at these record stores the employees back in the day knew the music right and they would see like, oh, you got you're interested in this. Well, here, why don't you look at this? Yeah, yeah. Right, they right. would actually and shop it to you. They would put it on in the store so you could hear yeah, it. Yeah, and that's so cool. I wish that that had still happened, uh, man. Yeah, our, well, our everything dad, old is coming back. So right. exactly. Yeah, our we, dad actually worked at. Yeah, our, our dad worked at Atari Records. Uh, oh, really? Back in the day, yeah. He's a film composer now, but when he was like our age, he was in Atari Records out in LA. Uh-huh. Like, so when did you first get into music? We, I mean, we've been doing it since we were little kids. I mean, we started our first band between the three of us when we were like, I was nine years old, I think, and I was playing bass, and he was yeah. like 13, 12, and <laughs> I was uh, 11 or 12. I was, yeah. I was 11. And you know, we went through like a thousand different band names, different kinds of music. I wasn't in it for we a while. We at one point were Icon he 5. He was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went solo for a minute when he was like 16. So we've been through a lot of crazy, crazy shit. And then ended in Emblem 3, you know, 2012. Wow. Where'd, where'd you come happened. up with that? Just because of the three of you and you got rid of the other guys? <laughs> uh, I mean, we were playing Xbox. We played a really bad show. Yes. And then I the worst show was like, you guys ever. suck. I, I actually, I, I wa- went to the show and I, I walked out because he they refused to be in the band because he knew already we sucked. Yeah, they and were so bad. We kicked out our other performer because he was like super high on multiple things yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like just terrible performance and i was just blatantly real with them and said that was the worst we performance knew. i've ever seen and they knew it and our like parents walked up to us after and just shook their head like, <laughs> it was right like, we're not wrong. really supporting you guys anymore yeah and then so we went back with our tails between our legs and we're like all right dude this is serious we just failed in front of everyone that believes in us a big time and uh all right we need a rebrand we're kicking out this guy um and we need something new. We need like an icon. So something that's like a, a, an emblem. And then he wrote emblem on the the wall. Yeah. And we're like, and he's whoa. like, wait, what if that's just the band name? And that looks really cool because like, I don't know, the, the way the letters are, it's like you got two M's, you got yeah, two kind E's. Yeah, the three E's. Oh, and then and you then, throw the three yeah, at the other side and it's like... Emblem was yeah. yeah, just Emblem was taken. We looked it up immediately and it was like some, just about all the good names are taken. Yeah. Yeah. It was a publishing company like we called Emblem Music. We probably could have gotten away with it, but like, yeah, but if you, you blow up, I mean, y'all heard the story with One Direction. They had to pay a million dollars to that one group. 
because that really? was someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to buy up the what? That's the thing. You get a hit song, and then those people start emailing you like, yeah. "Hey, you have to take down that because that's ours." Well, everybody comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah. this exactly. one song yeah. that you did, we I wrote that. Yeah. You know, oh my years god, ago. we had a friend. <laughs> Dude, we we, had a, we have a friend who just like he's Dude, a goes around our hometown liar. and like. Tells everyone, like, I wrote that. They stole that from me. And we're like, dude, no, you fucking didn't. He wasn't even you in the same state it. as us. Like, you definitely didn't. And, dude, but he's a compulsive liar. He, he used to come up to me and be like, yeah, I, I totally hooked up with her. And it'd be like a girl who's, and I'd go ask her, like, yo, so you hooked up with him? And she'd like, be like, no, I've never what's talked that? to him in my yeah. life. <laughs> I don't understand how people could do that. I don't know. It's, it's like, literally it's a mental disorder. I think it's actually like something. I brought it up to his parents, and they just don't even know what to say. I will they say, know. though. They're like, they know, yeah. I, know. I will say, I this weird time in my life when I was like 14 ish, 15 around there, I had to live in a trailer park uh, in Seattle area. For a couple months, and there was this guy that would go around the trailer park. He's probably like 60, and you could tell he'd just been around the block. And he would tell everyone, I wrote Smells Like Team Spirit by Nirvana. I wrote it everywhere. That's all he would ever say. <laughs> and there's an interview of Kurt Cobain, I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah, no. saying... I, I don't even I don't even remember who wrote that. Some like random dude I was hanging out with one night gave me the idea for that. And like Whoa. and I'm like, wait, was that the guy that actually wrote also, the biggest song in ever? the in the Nirvana documentary, they're like, I I don't even know why people like it so much. We literally just stole the chords from this other song. And it's like the exact <laughs> same song. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that you, you met the real writer smells <laughs> like Teen Spirit in a trailer park in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, they are from Seattle, so it does that. It makes sense. Yeah. sense man. That's actually, crazy. Dude, they're only like a couple miles away from like our old Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. They turned his house this summer officially into like a historical monument. And oh, you can like yeah. go inside of our family it. lived in Washington. That's actually how we met Drew. It's yeah. like we lived in California. So we moved to Washington. We met Drew. And so right next to the spot in Washington where we lived, that's where like Nirvana Came out Nirvana, too. Soundgarden, Death, Pearl, Jam, Pearl Jam, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, yeah, a lot of the grunge scene for yeah. sure. Yeah, what well, was known for that? Yeah, and the flannel shirts. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, we're not wearing right right flannel. I kind of wore my flannel shirt today. Really? Oh, this would have been a perfect day for flannel. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not outside. <laughs> it's hot out, man. Dude, it's I thought yeah, Chicago was like supposed to be cold. I forgot that it gets crazy. Oh, it's it cold summer. in the winter. I no, think last time we were here, both times it was winter. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Chicago's all over the place. Like today it can be 100, and tomorrow it'll be 50. Uh, wow. Because we got the lake. Yeah. And the lake yeah. changes everything. It's like when you're on, you know, on the, uh, you know, out in the coast there, yeah. when you're playing on the beach, Yo, the cool breeze will come in. Is it true that that lake is so big that it has swells? You can surf Lake Ontario, I think. One of my friends does. Can I you which surf one. that lake? Yeah, they're hundred foot waves. Shut no, the hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen some like five footers. <laughs> they're Someone making a movie told me about that, it, and I'm like. <laughs> Very no, I'm serious. My my homie James that I met in Costa no, Lake Rica. Ontario. Okay, but what about Lake is Lake, Lake Michigan? Michigan when it's really windy and crummy, but yeah. uh, the you one know. that faces oh it's Lake Toronto is that one? No, I don't know. I will say I was here. <laughs> <Is that a laughs> lake? Uh, I was here in 2019 <laughs> when that huge uh, cold <laughs> storm came through, uh -huh. and it was crazy. The wind, it was like. I don't know. I don't remember what the wind chill was. It was it's terrible. It was wind chill is the worst. Oh, it's got to be my least know. favorite weather condition. Yeah, it was. It's well, there goes your Antarctica tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like Lord just did. Group of yeah. penguins. Have you seen that? No. Uh, the artist Lord, she just went down to Ant Antarctica like for two years or something. Wow. And then and yeah, just lived yeah. and chilled lived yeah. with penguins. Now she's writing songs about the sun, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> I awesome. want sun. Yeah, literally. She really did that? Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's like hard to get down there because it's, oh, yeah. yeah. And so she, so she just was like, all right, I made it. I'm one of the biggest artists in the world. I'm super rich. I want to live in Antarctica. Yeah. She just wanted to experience Fuck it and yeah. like learn about global what the hell? and stuff. And then she came back and she's like, I hate the winter. <laughs> I hate the cold. And then she's singing about the sun. And stuff. Wow. That's badass. It's amazing. Man. All right. But, what are we going to do? Dude. We're gonna go walk across Antarctica. What? Have you ever seen the people that <laughs> no. do that? No. Dude, they barely ever make it. And if they do, they say that you're just 
weeping, crying the whole time because you're so alone. And you're just (laughs) like, that's the point, though. It's like facing the abyss and just trudging. Well, with global warming, it's going to be the new Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We'll all be going down there to hang out and and have a good time, catch some waves. And and she's going to have all this land that she bought. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Lord's going to be the like. You know, I got it for like fifty bucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what she was really doing down there. Land grabbing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like they did in California in the early days. You know. Oh my gosh, dude! I was thinking about that. The people that did that in California are so rich. Yeah. And Hawaii. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine bought a like for sixty thousand dollars, overlooked everything, and he sold it for like three million. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And it was a dump. I I'm, mean, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, the yeah. land is but, so, the view, so yeah. You know? but the view. Yeah. But the view. You know, but that's that happens all over the place, you know. It's like even in Chicago here, uh, when I first moved downtown. Uh, not many people wanted to live downtown in a high rise. Right, right. And it was like oh, you'd see now, the lake and everything. Now it's all buildings. All you want is that high rise apartment. With yeah. yeah, it's so a shame too with this pandemic. There are so many classic places that aren't in business anymore. Right, yeah. And you yeah, see all these yeah. vacant signs, and the landlords cannot wait to to uh, rip it all apart and put all the love and care that went into that place they just tear it out they don't care it's really a shame we're seeing that in la a lot too just like the local spots are just getting destroyed right now and like i have a couple coffee shops that i really love that i'm like just trying to go to to support as much as possible because like realistically they're if they don't make it it's just going to become a starbucks or a you know it's going to be big, up to music the big James. and your yeah. musicians <laughs> yeah. we to save these places. Exactly. Save we must the world. Write, write a song to save the world. Music is the weapon of the future. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's really cool about music? It's the universal language. Yes. From the rightest of the right to the leftest of the left and everything in between. That's right. Everybody can relate to these different songs. Yes. And that's what brings people together. So that's why that music is so therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And, that, and as yeah. you already know, because you're saving lives right away, you know, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Our mom always used to tell us that the universal language uh, when we were just growing up and it was just like, it's, it really is. Everybody, as soon as what you put on she a, say, uh, a song with our, a good beat, you can dance to our it. Our mission you, statement was to heal broken hearts yeah. and free the oppressed or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's freaking powerful. That was, there's another dude. lyric for a song. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a Bible verse, actually. Their moms have uh, brought yeah. that to the table. Yeah. Yeah. So when your parents were uh, doing composing, was just your pa- father? Or uh, it's my mom, too, actually. Oh, our, really? My mom, yeah. She, actually, that's how they met. That's my they mom met. and him were both going for the same film in college. And What my film mom, was that? Dude, it was, uh, I have no it was uh, sorry, what's the name of it? Uh, something with the flies. It's not. Lord of the Flies? Not, not Lord not of the Flies. Lord. It was. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. But my mom ended up actually getting it, which is ironic because my dad wow. is now doing film composing full time. Has he done um, some major films? He's done some pretty big stuff. He did, uh, what was it? Starship Troopers 2, wow. second movie. That was really cool um, and really great. His company, though, I mean, besides, like he, he works on like so many films, yeah. um, doing like all sorts of you know, studio work and recording people and yeah. conducting and stuff. Like, I mean, he's, he's working on Fast and the Furious and all that stuff right now. Like, yeah. And he also has a, he has like a, a, a record label that he started where they re-record old film scores wow. uh, with high quality, big uh, orchestras. And so that's really cool. And a lot of people really love what he does with that. And he conducts it and all that. Wow. Too. It's so important. Yeah, it is. It because really is. if you got the best film, the soundtrack and it's it's like there but you don't really notice it but it's there when you uh, you know yeah. Oh, yeah so he's doing a lot of the, the films from like the way back from the 30s 40s um where like you know the sound recordings just weren't great at the time and like you know bringing those to life with yeah. modern, modern he's got a total cult following too they'll they'll freak out over him like like as if they're like like the yeah, girls yeah. do with us a, like, real, a real fan base it's really cool well, that shows you. Now, are you guys going to start doing film? I've actually, I just did a short film. Yeah. Uh, it's called Touched. It's going to be in a film festival um, in October. Wow. Did yeah. you act in it? And- I didn't act in it. Just did a the, the film score. Uh-huh. So um, I was in a movie once. He was in a movie. What movie was that? Uh, it's called uh, Ice Cream in the Cupboard. Uh-huh. And I play the boyfriend. And I literally just go like, 
yeah, babe, no, let's let's go to Hawaii and like go hike. <laughs> That's all I said. <laughs> nice. I nailed it. Well, I think you're going some somewhere with that one. Dude, everyone was like, bro, you did so good in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was only three seconds, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what the girls always say to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> So we have some more songs of yours that we can play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, was it the end of the summer? What's the name of that one? End of uh, summer. Yeah, end of summer. End of summer. Yeah, tell us about that one. Uh, that one was... Because uh, that's where sort of we are right now. I know, yeah. It's yeah. really a shame because, you know, it's spring and you look forward to summer. And when you were younger, summer like I was younger, <laughs> it like summer took forever, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Now it's like, wait, it's over? Yeah. yeah. It literally like I feel like summer goes. never happened this year. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It was um, hot, but like nothing was happening. Like mm-hmm, no one did mm-hmm. anything. Do we even do anything fun? Like, what yeah, doing? I had a fucking best oh. summer ever, bro. <laughs> oh, you've been at the summer. lake all summer, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're in a different. You're in a different boat there. Yeah. Do you have a boat and stuff? Uh, I have friends. You know, friends that have boats and uh-huh. stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it's summers treated me very well. For well, sure. that's good. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you got to take advantage of this stuff while you while you can. You know, because the older you get, you're going to be doing more and more work. You're going to be composing films, taking over what your father. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, well, that's so inspirational. Like when you said your your parents were making music and stuff. My aunt and uncle were Fleece and Boodle O'Brien, okay, and they cool. did all the Everly Brothers songs. Wow! And uh, I remember they'd come over late at night and they'd smoke pot and they'd uh-huh. be uh, <laughs> oh yeah playing their guitars and stuff. And it was so inspirational to hear that. Of course, you know. Yeah. And of course, then there's parts of the family like my parents are going. They should get real jobs and they stay up all night and all they want to do is like, but they met because of music yeah. the same way your parents did. Wow. It just shows you how important music is in people's lives. Yeah, you know? it really Absolutely. is. I mean, for me personally, too, I mean, I just I would always turn to music if, it's, if I was having a rough time, bad day or a good time, having a great day. Yeah. Always music. There's something for every moment that's going on, you know. Um so how do you guys write your songs? Let's see. It kind of happens differently with every song. We uh, Sometimes it's all three of us in the room. Sometimes one of us will bring an idea to, to the table and then uh, we, the others just kind of jump in. Some songs are fully written by one of us and then the others just, you know, yeah, sing in. Yeah. yeah, fill in. So, Do you jam a lot? Like just down and just like screw around and yeah. ad lib? This just year we've you know. jammed a lot more. Yeah. And do you tape those? Feeling like a great band yeah yeah we've been we taping actually have it. been yeah recording some of that and that is where i i find that the most fun yeah we actually have our most recent single eyes wide open was the last song that we wrote together recently and uh it was super fun we just got in the studio started messing around jamming on chords Wes was playing drums um and it kind of just fell together like super quick and natural and um yeah, it was really cool. Just like all three of us in the room going for five or six hours and then the song was done. How many instruments do you all play? A lot. We all can kind of play just the basic, like drums, bass, guitar, piano. Keaton shreds piano for sure, yeah. too. Um, and and I also produce the music. Um engineer and produce we all kind of produce it together but do you have I, your own studio yeah yeah out in la yeah. i've got my own studio what and, kind of equipment do you have is all uh yeah lots of just like analog equipment i have a an apollo interface that i love and like some some hardware that i that i use and a manly microphone that i use for our recordings uh, for our vocals and uh have yeah. you gotten any sponsors for that yet like microphone sponsors um, yes or? uh actually lewitt microphones i don't know if you heard of them they're an austrian company i freaking they're love lewitt so awesome lewitt is amazing See, now this is good so that uh yes yeah look, we mentioned your microphones that no one's heard of Bro, yes I'll praise lewitt and it's forever. amazing how some of these products are like i remember when neumann came out right, it was right. sort of you know and then like my mic here is a sennheiser yeah yeah oh, wow. and uh, i like well those are sures over there but yeah. you and i are on sennheiser the sennheisers are amazing and these are 30 year old microphones so, wow yeah nice. these are the classics yeah there's something you know i, I went to first Lollapalooza with these really yeah and wow. i'm like like talking and you know how you get at a festival and you're like a foot away 
I can't hear anything these people are saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And I came back, and with these mics, it sounded like nobody was there, of and course. I had a hearing problem. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. You know? So, That's so Yeah, no, it's so important. And yeah, Lewitt, I actually found out about them from a producer we were working with um, who did all like the One Direction stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, they're so amazing, and they've been really great. And uh, That's one yeah. of the best. Uh, I actually have a microphone that I love me. from them that is not working currently. Uh -oh. one of the tube just went out in it, uh -huh. so I got to get a new one. Now, but. do you carry your own mics on tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to be, you know, the, you don't want to be using somebody else's mic. You know, no, when you first yeah. started out, right? You're yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keaton's so. always decking out the mics. Got yeah, like yeah, I've got our whole tap. system. I, I'm bringing a, a whole X32 rig where, with our in-ear monitor system, and I've got a full-on gear setup. So. See, you, you realize how monitors are so important after that crappy show where you couldn't hear anything. Yep, yeah. And Howard Stern's going, oh, yeah. oh exactly. sound, Getting the sound right is so... It means yeah. so much. You know, and oh, a lot yeah. of times when you're open for other bands, they don't care about your sound. Oh, of course. It's all yeah. about... The main band. Right. You know? That's why yeah. we we that's why we have Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> we don't worry. And honestly, when that's Keaton is that's there. why we travel with everything we need. We travel with the my, every microphone we need, all the cables we need, and extra too. So and extra, case, of yeah. course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and the whole system. The, are you recording your live performances too? We actually are not. We should be. You though. should start doing that. I, I have full capability too. And multi-track it so you got it all. Yeah. And then you're going to find that you could put out an album. Yeah. Of just live material. Here we are at the whatever and whatever city. Or you know what? Yeah, we should actually do that. I only have one laptop with me that's running our tracks right now. So no, we have to two get in case one, one kicks well, off. Well, you should laptop. have three laptops. Yeah. One for a backup. Yep. And then the one to record. Yeah. And, and the then, one for track. So you have three that can rotate. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's really like the best case especially you know bands that go out where all your tracks are on the one computer oh yeah and it's yeah. in sound check everything's working great and then you get to and the show it, and go <laughs> yeah that's always the worst we try to be you know prepared enough to it if that did happen we would be okay because we're still rocking amps and uh a drum kit up there yeah um so worst case we could still just play the yeah, show worst case it. we could <laughs> still go old school just drums bass guitar you know, I remember we were at the Metro and uh, I forgot, I think it was Stabbing Westward we had on, on, on our show. Oh, yeah. And uh, the power went out. Oh, man. Yet they kept going. Oh, really? In the dark. And it was so cool. Wow. Yeah. That's the awesome. Amps, so the amps were still working, but the lights went out? Or no, the whole just acoustic, power, right? so it was like acoustic. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if that happened to us, we'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, Grab we would. an acoustic guitar and... And just jam you should plan that in the show a fake power outage <laughs> that would actually be super cool whoa everyone would freak out and just flip the breaker just turn everything off and have and some weird guy wander around just as a prop you know yeah, like yeah yeah it's like trying to fix things like, this is howard stern jr here <laughs> howard stern jr., yeah. and he's doing our sound and working on the lights and stuff you know yeah. that's amazing yeah so i uh, well that's good i'm glad you're doing all this now you have yeah. one more song another video well you have so many songs so yeah it's a th what's a thousand miles it's called uh, three thousand miles three thousand yeah. miles yeah. yeah dreaming of a place that's three thousand miles away feels like it's forever seems like yesterday yeah that's our, our ballad song um that's one where all the people put the lighters. The phone, the oh, phone yeah. Light up. oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I phone know. lighters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's the phone lights. Every once in a while, you'll still see a lighter come out during that song, which is really cool. And like, yeah, honestly, it gives such a nicer feeling with the lighter because it's that warm yellow light, not the bright yeah. white. But it gets so hot on your fingers. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. people are burning themselves. It's dangerous. Yeah. And all that butane and stuff in there is, you know, it Probably can get not. in your lungs. Probably yeah. not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a liability. But yeah, that one's always, that always goes over really well with the fans and uh, it's a nice moment during the set too. That's a special song. Yeah. Wow. This is so much fun. You having fun here? Yeah, this I is amazing. This is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I just so I just talk and you know do my thing. I don't like okay. doing. I hate when you got the host that got the questions. Have you had some of that Dude, already? We were just talking about this with another interviewer. Yeah, have you heard of the Frickin' Frack Show? No, they're they're the like Frickin' Frack Show. Frickin Frack show. <laughs> they're like a new. They're a new uh, newer uh, interview uh, duo Podcast. that just started up. But they were so cool because we just we had an hour long and we just hung out. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any, they had like a couple plan questions that they did want to ask, but they weren't like the, the normal 
oh, what's your favorite color? Or, you know, who's your celebrity who, secret? <laughs> yeah, who's your celebrity crush or what? You know, like yeah. there's always like the 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 generic, you know. It's questions. nice when they can be able to just riff and yeah. like naturally go with the flow. That's Some right. people don't have that talent and they need the questions for structure and direction. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I get that. But it's always like it's it's nice if you know they they dig deeper and try to find questions that are a little more exciting and yeah uh, instead of like like, drew will you lift your shirt up for us yeah yeah every (laughs) once in a while we get one of those (laughs) every time and like it was like funny at first but then after like a year and a half of that type of stuff you're like all right this is driving me crazy we don't do porn anymore (laughs) yeah exactly we don't need to do that (laughs) that's on our OnlyFans. (laughs) no but it's also like if you That's asked a random thing. person to do that, that'd be so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, yeah. You just went up to someone was like, "Will you lift your shirt up?" That'd be so weird. Yeah, that is really weird. And but yeah, it's nice to just be able to hang. And although I got in trouble for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. At, at, at Lollapalooza, uh, I'd be uh, shooting the camera, and these girls were like, "Oh, uh oh, you know, yeah, yeah. flashing the camera." Oh yeah. And yeah. it's like, and then all of a sudden, all these guys, ooh, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the band got mad at us. I think it was Soul Asylum that. Uh, oh really? Yeah, got we got mad at they you. They got mad at you for get that camera guy off stage because he's the crowd because they go JBTV. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Whoa. It's like you know we're like the stars here. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> yeah. So funny. But yeah, that was like crazy. I'm going like you know I didn't even I'm just shooting the camera. Right. I, I I do everything. Yeah, yeah. I like running the camera and yeah. editing and, and nice. doing all the things. That's yeah, kind of like great. us. Yeah, we're. I mean, especially multi-talented in, because yeah. you get all these different people doing stuff. It's better to know what's going on. Yeah, so, I, you know, I, I, I think, I've learned this lesson so many times. I, I have people like edit videos for me or something, and I, I always have a million notes and stuff. And it's just like, bro, all right. Give me the footage. I'm just. Gonna oh, so edit you edit your own videos too? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Edit our own videos. We we and you shot them really well. You like didn't do it cheap. You had a decent camera. Yeah, yeah. We have we we, we try to get the nicest you know equipment we can, but um, yeah, just trying to be as self sufficient as possible. Especially like you said, because when you do hire someone on, then you know the job's getting done correctly. You know how hard it is. So if you're paying them a decent amount of money you know, it's worth that, you know, um, amount and it's, you know, going towards the right things. Um, well, that's great. Hands on. Boy, you're, you're, you kind of have to be, I mean, if you want it done the way you want it, you got to do it with technology. It's made it a lot easier, I think for, you know, bands or, or individuals to do stuff on their own, but, um, yeah, it's nice to be able to, well, I, I'm so impressed with you guys. You're, you're so talented. Yeah, got everything you. going Thanks, for you. Do you have any tattoos? This guy does. This yeah. guy's all covered Who's up. I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask you to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go straight to, straight to straight to. All right. Take it from my head. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, got a bunch of tattoos. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them are really, really bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> like done in not the Not really in, any in between either. They're either like really good or really complete good. shit. Yeah. Well, it's an art in itself. Exactly. And you don't really know what you want until you get it. And then you realize, well, maybe I should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's there's, on there? I mean, that's what's kept me from not getting it, is that there's so many stories of people going like, ah, yeah, I just I wish it was a little, little different. Well, especially if like, you put a girlfriend's fuck. name on there Uh-oh, yeah, or yeah. something stupid. Yeah. And like the years later, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a fan told me the day before yesterday in D.C. that she was getting it. A portrait of my face on her thigh. Oh yeah! Wow. She and, pulled up the photo and everything. It's oh, a great yeah, picture, but and, um, it's crazy that she part was. of me was like, "Do it. That's awesome." And then a part of me was like, "Don't actually do that." Like, that's <laughs> like are you ever gonna get married oh, or anything? Like, like what your is your boyfriend gonna, gonna think like, when he's like that doing is things? Terrible. <laughs> Wow. That there's this like staring dudes. me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I Especially in that area. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I'm like, hey, dude, like looking straight at it. That's <laughs> some serious business, right there. <laughs> that was because that's the divorce, right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I love you, dear, but that damn tattoo. <laughs> yeah, gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, just can't have it. That's so wow. funny. Well, that shows you, you know, fans. They. Yeah, they take you to such an extreme, yeah. and the same thing with your music. Like the older you get, you're going to want to change it up a little bit. Of course. Yeah. And then the problem is they grew up with the original version, right? Yeah. 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 So 
you know, you're yeah, sort yeah, of stuck definitely. with it. Yeah, we're yeah. actually uh, thinking of re-recording a ton of our old stuff and, uh, you know, like remastering it, re-putting it out. Um, so it's, I'm curious to see yeah, how the, they're going to react to the it. The album, Nothing to Lose, um, that we did with like the Columbia Records and stuff, thinking about reproducing that just like our style because there's a lot of good songs on there that never really got the juice that they deserved. Yeah. And, and so, it's stuck with the, you have your own record company now, right? Yeah, You're, yeah, exactly. So it's like, if you, you, you can't sell that, if you make it over. Right. We can kind of, it's do yours. Well, we exactly. can pretty much just play what we play in our live set. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just track it a few times live. And then. See, that's why you got to tape live. Away. Yeah. You got to start doing that. I, I think I'm going to start doing that. I just need to get, uh, he has a computer on the tour with us that I could actually go. Well, there's an Apple store down to, the block. So. I know. Yeah. Go pick one up. Honestly, get a nice new one. You yeah. guys can afford it. Yeah. So. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Might as well. I mean, yeah. At this point. It'd be, it would be really good to have that. And it's so easy with the X32. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Just plug it in. It's yeah. recording. Yeah. That's it. Wow. And it's uh, awesome. Then you got a live album. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, and we, you can feature like all the these different album. places you've been throughout the world. Yep. And go, and here's this performance here. From this Exclusive. Place. Yeah. The same thing when you go to radio and stuff. It'd probably be cool if you had one or two cuts that you could just give to that station. Doing that right. Just, from their city. Yeah. That's actually really smart. Versus trying to play live in the studio and stuff. Which of course. Is, you know, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, plan, let's plan to have that done in LA. Cool. And let's then we can use some of those tracks on like the actual records like yeah. rush well you put out we an did album that extended that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly do the full length uh, have you done album. vinyl yet no that so that's something we were just talking about we really want to get a vinyl made um of our new record and some of the old ones it'd be really awesome yeah because vinyl's just really coming back these guys are in their own world. Over I know there. they're. Uh, <laughs> you got our, <laughs> you got our mental cogs rolling. Here. Good. Ready to go. Good. If I've influenced you that way, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. Because it means a lot. It yeah. means a lot to your career to have this stuff. Of course. You can't. You can never have enough stuff. No. Yeah. It's like when you edit a video, right? You're like going, "Darn! If I just had two more shots." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's always yeah. what happens. That's why you, you got ten shoot. hours of footage. Yep. And you never have enough. Well, and if you're tracking live, it's like two birds and with one stone thing you're like well we might as well just do it here instead of in the studio yeah, yeah. You, can you can always overdub, overdub too. Yeah, yeah we record things if needed and you know tighten it up if, it, if anything goes wrong or whatever but yeah. plus it sells you know when in all these different locations you're at it shows the historical nature of these clubs that you play at. absolutely yeah and, and the time frame absolutely because like, a lot of those places are shutting down too you it's know? a shame like out in la there's a place the satellite that i really loved i wanted to play it uh and we never got to and it shut down. And House, of Blues, off House of Blues off Sunset. House of Blues off Sunset. That one was like, we everyone to, was like, wait, what? We only like, played the upstairs room in that one. Well, yeah, and we didn't lounge. get to play the main room. So I'm, I'm bummed we missed that one. Oh, wow. That was like right after. Like, it closed right before X Factor. Like literally a week or two. Like, Yeah. It sucks at history. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. It's no. like, oh, it's going to be a condo now. Like my right. studio. I used to have a studio right next door here. Yeah. That we could have had an actual performance with you guys. Oh, man. And uh, which I've done, you know, yeah. because it's so hard to go, as you know, on a, uh, at a venue and shoot it. Of course. Yeah. The venue wants money. Uh-huh. You've got to do six or seven cameras. Yeah, it gets it's, so complicated. You set up at 10 in the morning. You're out at one in, at night I mean, in yeah, the morning. We, just, we yeah. just filmed a live show and it, it costs like 17 grand. Yeah, like, yeah. That's was, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's on the desk. Yeah, it's still, on the cheap it's for the crew up. and the cameras and everything. It's, yeah. And it's. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's without the cost of the venue, which was right. like another. Yeah, yeah, that was with a lot of like favors. Did you have a jib arm and stuff? Uh, yeah, we did. Those mean so much. I, yeah. I love running a jib arm. Oh, yeah. Because especially if you're in the center, yeah, yeah. you can get the full feel of the place. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. go low and get the audience, you know, yeah, with those yeah. shots and everything. Exactly. Because you guys are out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good feeling. When you see that camera swoop into, like, it's such a good, good shot. Yeah. And you can do that now with little cameras. Yep. With uh, these little uh, handheld stabilizers. Yeah, yeah. I actually have one. I have the Ronin stabilizer with like. I got the Manfrotto. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But they're both good. They're both good. The problem, though, that people do with those things is they try to do too much. Of course, yeah. It's like. It's just good for stabilizing. That's all. You just need smooth. Easy. Slow. You don't have yeah. to be fast. Everybody right. thinks you're shooting. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's for specific things you might want to do that, but yeah, it's like 
You can vary speed if you need to. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so give it some more movement. Wow. Well, I'm glad you had a chance to come down to our studio. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. My home studio in the middle of COVID. It's yes. totally crazy. Dude. This is awesome here. This, is this doesn't even look like a house studio. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so well, good. Well, I had man. to do something, you know. Nice. You got Fall Out Boy on the back there? Yeah. We were the first to put them on TV. Really? Before they were signed. Like when you guys. What? Yeah. We're, doing a, we're doing a cover of Sugar We're Going Down tonight. Oh, yeah, that's we've been great. playing that. We've it's been, been going They're over. such good guys. Yeah. And uh, I remember they made a home video that they did. And then they got signed to the record company. The record company says, nah. You got to spend 60 grand to make a real video. Of course, always. And the first video was so cool because it was their video. And it didn't have all that, you know. Yeah. The song is same. Right. Yeah. The song's the same. <laughs> but, you know, they had to pay for it. It's yeah. like you think, oh, I got this big record deal. Right. Now I'm And good, we're making these but... expensive videos. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. We're not making any money on these tours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're paying for it. Dude. You're paying for everything. Yeah. And you're doing it the right way. Yeah. You're doing it your way. Uh, you're doing your own, your, your hands-ons, you, you're controlling your image and everything. That's so cool. Yeah. And when we do, you know, hopefully, you know, if we do sign with another record label, it'll be a, a really good partnership. good partnership where we're mm -hmm. working together, making sure that everything's happening the right way and for the right reason. Are there any A&R people left anymore that, that go out and like try there, to find? There are. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's hard to find the good ones though. There's a lot still out there that, um, think they're good A&Rs and they, really don't know what they're doing but there there still are some good ones out there that that really know what they're doing and try to find you know really talented people and i think a lot of new ANRs are trying to capitalize on social media yeah, too much yeah it's so focused around social it's media it's really focused on social media and that stuff just doesn't really translate the way you think it would no. uh, to a, a well look at you guys you're playing concert. on the beach right yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. what was your social media like back then yeah it was <laughs> 100 nothing. million followers <laughs> right yeah exactly so it's 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 crazy. It doesn't mean anything. And no. a lot of social media is fake. Right. Where, you know, like I get all the time, like I like our fans are our fans. Right. You know, but they'll say, you know, we'll, we'll increase you by 30,000, like for uh, sure. money. Right. Yeah. But who wants those fans? No, they're, yeah, not, they're, they're, they're not real. They're really you you need to have works. organic fans. And so that's where like, I mean, a lot of these people that have millions of followers can't go and sell tickets or get people to a concert or anything. Yeah, um, their, it their just show is on social media. Yeah, it's not exclusive. And that's totally okay. That's like their, if that's what they do, that's the thing. But I think a lot of these new ARs think that it's going to translate to streaming numbers or you yeah. know record sales or things like and that. And then but. they'll just pour money into the these projects and give these like $10 million advances for these Instagram models or whatever. And then the records come out sounding overly produced and, and just too generic great with a committee right everything's yeah. a committee oh we're gonna focus group the song the lyrics and you know when you and were then moving there's around just no identity <laughs> right. yeah. and then no one the music is such a reflection of like sincere sincerity and authenticity and if that vibration isn't there and it's like you said this committee organized production yeah. then that sincerity doesn't translate and then people just don't buy it yeah and know? on the other side of that it's like if you do get a good team and a good AR and like the money pushed behind it that energy all focused in the right way on a something that feels organic and true then it's magic and that's where i think yeah. you see the big yeah. stars come out and like magic moments happen um in, in that so yeah we're, we're trying to find you know the right people to partner up with who are in it for the long haul aren't trying to just get a quick cash grab and are ready to like you know focus well, this if you got right a good way. record company they're there okay maybe a couple of albums you know there are many stars yeah that have done music yeah and their first album flopped right their second one didn't do that good yeah but the, the third or the, the fourth third. one just may have been the one they go yeah. because they're developing their sound exactly you know and, yeah uh what's that uh, country artist uh, who's like married to Gwen Stefani. Oh, Blake Blake Shelton. Shelton. Yeah. He didn't blow up until his sixth studio album. Yeah, that happens for a lot of like, people. And yeah. I think it happens a lot when you, you know, either start independent and you do, you know, albums on your own where you figure out your sound, at, if you can record yourself and all that. And then you sign to a record label or, you know, you find a label who really believes in you and will go for the long haul yeah. and do you know like you're saying three albums four albums to like 
really develop that sound. Well, they're there for you versus exactly. trying to make money off you and drop yeah, the, you. The, yeah. the deals we've seen like thrown our way, like, oh, we're so interested. And then they'll lay out the deal and it's like, <laughs> yeah, they just like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a slap in the it face. Really is, it's laughable. And it's like, you're better on your own. Yeah, we might yeah. as well just do it ourselves. And it's keep, not like keep they. Going and, it's also like, what really can you offer us that we one can't get ourselves or like grow ourselves yeah. or do ourselves? Like, really, what? Yeah, we're doing all the production. We have grade A equipment and engineers ourselves. Yeah. Like, what else can you provide? Well, that's what the record company used to do. Yeah, before yeah. everybody had a studio in their house. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's like you can do it yourself, and so. For me, it's the big thing is, you know, marketing and the money to really push your stuff out to the masses yeah, and get you, get you, you out there more. If you could tour and make your own money capital that way then, and just and then, yeah. run your own business, then it's like... Exactly. This is what we're doing, now. What we're doing now. And then, yeah. You're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we could find that idealistic a partnership that we've been looking for, which is probably around the corner somewhere... Then be that'll be great. Yeah, but, but if not, right now, we're still cruising and yeah. doing it ourselves. You want to do some collaboration with other artists? 100%. Yeah. 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 Anybody you're uh, ready to. Let's see. Um, Freaking. Uh, I mean, I Travis Barker. Oh, Travis Barker. Having him really drum cool. on a song for us would be sick. Because we don't like have a you know drummer in the band. We're, we're just up front and we hire so a drummer on. Collab? I think Yeah, for really like cool. an album or, or an EP or something with him would be. Yeah. Would be yeah, he's great. We shot fit. them uh, Blink 182 at uh, Tweeter Center in uh, really, yeah, nice. nice. suburbs Chicago for MTV. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I hate MTV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they're like our competition. But they hired right. us. We did the first HD concert with them. Okay, and uh, MTV goes well. They got to say happy birthday for our twentieth. And Whoa. I guess they weren't excited about that. And Uh-oh. it's amazing how I go in as JBTV and I had a different attitude. Yeah. When we went in as helping J- uh, MTV, it was like a whole different attitude. Really? Like you're the corporate and, oh, wow. you know, it's like Woodstock 99, the way they were oh, sure, being yeah, treated yeah. there, you know. Oh, I've heard man. that that festival was like a total shit show. Yeah. Porter potties on fire. But what? was it Deftones that like played in the rain and they had that iconic mud mosh pit? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that looked pretty Honestly, awesome. when I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers perform and Flea was butt ass naked <laughs> and they were playing Giveaway, so, like, Rockstar, and yeah. I was probably like Rockstar seven years old or something, I, I saw it on the TV. My mom was vacuuming. And I was just like, what is this? Like, they're just letting their freak flags fly right now. Like, I want in on this. What is this rock and roll shit? And yeah, Woodstock 99 was definitely a pivotal, like, but MTV was there shooting that. And, uh, you know, (laughs) but uh, it, it just shows you, though, you know, uh, how things change. Yes. And stuff. It's a shame that a music network doesn't play music oh god yeah you know now and, it's just uh, uh what's that show they have that like show, cancel uh, that cancel that show scrub that whole program. Program. It's, it's like all the time it's all the time that's the only thing they have on there and then they like, have some crappy, like mtv uh, where they show like stupid stuff just ridiculous and then they have like all, all mtv day. like music branch on like sub channels where they do actually they, do play do it, they but actually? they're like i used to like like 120 minutes with matt pinfield when he did it yeah and uh they were playing and discovering music yeah right because all those people used to be radio people right yeah, yeah. and then they decided like oh we need good looking you know like the turn people to the fast food fashion show yeah, type of thing. yeah, and yeah. that'll read the teleprompter uh-huh. you know right exactly. coming up here on trl yeah, yeah. emblem three right yeah yeah exactly the- <laughs> and, and then they just play a little snippet of your music yeah you know, it's, it's just, like we got to play the whole thing. But anyhow, enough yeah, of that. Yeah, enough this of is JBT. JBT. Thirty-seven years of great music, great yes. artists throughout all of it. I've had such Ooh. an honor to be interviewing great bands like you guys. Thank you so and, much. And uh, you have such a future ahead of you. And you're going to write a few new songs, right, Absolutely. from this interview already. Oh yeah, yeah bro. You're going to tape shows. That I inspired you to uh, tape live shows and have a live... And we're going to hijack a radio station. Oh, that that could be the video. Yeah, we'll jump in here and and take over. And you know, it's funny, the station should be like automated. 
Right, right. Yeah. So you come in, go like, where is everybody? Yeah, it's just there's this all. <laughs> well, robot. it's all on this computer. Yeah, the here. computer's <laughs> taking over. Yeah, it's like how <laughs> uh, you come in, you come in, Odyssey. put your console down, put your microphones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> We're taking over and do it for the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this has been great having you guys here. It's been such a pleasure. You're such great uh, talents. You're going places. I mean, you've already been places, but I mean, you really have a career ahead of you and. Uh, it's so great that your parents are in the music and everything. It's, uh, you know, families that are that do music together, stay, stay together. together. Yeah. Yeah. And if they have an argument, they'll just make a song out of it. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. And then you make a song for the makeup time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having us. This has been great. Yeah, it's, yeah, been, it's awesome. been a pleasure. So Emblem 3 on this edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago. I'm Jerry Bryant saying bye-bye, stay high. and But, of course, keep on rocking and rolling with the best music, the best bands that are always right here on JBTV. There you go, the JBTV podcast, where we bring you the best music, the best interviews, and it's all unscripted and totally unrehearsed. Follow us on all the social media and spread the word. This is JBTV Music Television, the JBTV podcast. JBTV. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.